we focus on people first, profits tend to follow. Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Hello, welcome back to Pillars of Wealth Creation. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. With me, as always, we got Matt Jones. Matt, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing excellent. Uh, just about to go on my big trip to Yellowstone and Grand Tetons with my wife. Um, well, I don't know anything about that. I hope you got the email I sent you because you need to do at least a couple of those things on that trip. You've just got to go on that hike to Delta Lake. It's the most amazing hike. It'll be challenging. It'll be potentially grueling, uh, depending on how good of shape you are for hiking, but you can just take it slow, get up in the morning, take your sweet, sweet time. And, you know, just enjoy the views, enjoy the scenery, because you'll love it. Yep. Well, that's definitely on our list. So I appreciate uh, your insight. How are you doing? Good. Uh, My wife and I completed a triathlon yesterday. So that was uh, fun and exciting. It's it's been a while. I, I, I love triathlons. I love doing them. I was a distance runner, you know, high school, college. And so... I like it, but I'm no longer a runner. I probably excel the most at the biking um, now because I can't just, I just can't run as much anymore. Um, you know, just as I get older. So, uh, but anyways, it's, it's fun. I love it because it's challenging. I love things that are challenging. It allows you to push yourself. I love being able to push myself. I think the desire to push myself and gruel, it actually works really well in business mm-hmm. and uh, works well with, you know, relationships and all. I, I think runners and maybe athletes uh, as well just are very uh, determined type people and uh, can push through a lot. I think it just teaches you to do that. But I think these are big endurance sports especially do so um but anyways yeah i i love it it's fun what's cool about a triathlon is once you're like sick of swimming you get to jump on your bike once you're like sick and tired of of biking once you've like pushed yourself really hard you get to jump on the run so like it gives you an energy boost at each time that you transition so it's kind of fun and it's crazy matt when it, it wasn't a huge field of people. I can't remember how many people that were there. I think it was under 200 uh, competitors. But there are 60, 70, and 80-year-olds that are competing in this triathlon. And they're actually competing. They're actually pretty good. I was amazed that, uh, you know, that you're looking at some of these people that are in their 50s upper fifties and they're finishing in the top quarter of the field and they're in their upper fifties and even sixties. Nice. nice. Plus I, you know, I think exercise is an important part of uh, focus on the rest of your life as well, because you're going to have more energy, uh, more determination. Yeah, for sure. And it doesn't mean you have to be a triathlete or you have to, you know, be a distance runner or anything like that, but just being in shape and being, athletic and, and being, uh, 
you know, always taking care of your body for sure is a big part of, in my opinion, being successful overall in life. Um, there's what, what point of, what's the point of building a lot of wealth and, you know, getting, having a successful business, if you're not going to be around to see the fruits of your labor or yeah. you're not going to be able to enjoy it, you know, because you're got so many health problems. Exactly. Those take away from your ability to build your business as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So uh, anyway, so what are we going to talk about today? Well, as uh, you know, so often happens, we get in a little tangent uh, when we have a topic in mind, but actually what we're talking about today is putting people before profits. Yeah, so absolutely. And I'm a firm believer of this and, and maybe not always have I been, but I, as I've seen myself and other people's success, I'm a firm believer that you can put people before your profits. And what I mean is when we buy a property, absolutely. Do we have a business plan? Yeah, certainly. We're going to be doing specific things. Are we looking to make money? Absolutely we're looking to make money. But what we look at is how do we positively affect the people that are going to be involved? And that's our focus. If our focus is on how exactly how much money can we get? Exactly how much are we going to make? Exactly how much uh, we're going to raise rents by? Then we're not going to be nearly as successful in my opinion. And even if we are successful, are we satisfied? Does it give us that feeling of, you know, we accomplished something, we improved people's lives. And that's what I want to see. And when I get, when I'm on a phone call, like I was today, and I'm told that our residents are extremely happy and excited about what's going on, that makes me really happy. Versus the opposite is they're whining or they're complaining they're they're grieving over the rent prices they're saying that this is ridiculous you're charging us so much they can't wait to move out um you know that's not what i want to do and so yeah we focus on people first profits tend to follow when we focus on the people so it's not it's, it's not about focusing on the profits and then hoping that the people are happy. It's focusing on the people and just assuming that with good measure, but assuming that the profits will follow. Yeah, I, I like that. I mean, when you're treating your residents as, as human beings uh, and offering them value first and foremost, uh, they're going to return that to you. Uh, you know, essentially, they're going to treat the place better. They're going to stay longer. Uh, they're going to pay rent on time. They're going to refer other people to come and live at your places too. Yep. Yep. And it, it's, it's all about, you got to think about who you serve. So for instance, we serve our investors as well. We're doing a big investor appreciation dinner coming up. It's going to cost us a decent amount of money. It's out of our own pocket. It's the investors aren't paying for it. They're, we're not charging at the door or anything like that, but we're going to do a, a big investor appreciation dinner where a lot of people are going to be showing up uh, we've got a little bit of entertainment. We've got food, we got drinks, and we're hoping to have a great time with the investors. Um, but again, that's for the people that are involved. It's not just about the profits. 
now with that said, likely would that bring us more business? Yeah. If we have a, a great investor dinner, we help build good, solid relationships with people and we help gain trust. And of course we have to follow through on the other side, on the actual business side, but yeah, absolutely. Should that produce results? It should, it should help. Um, but first and foremost, it's just about serving the people that are um, important to us, to our success um, and making sure they're taken care of. Yep, exactly. Not only are your residents, your customers, your investors are too, uh, you know, they could invest with anybody really. Uh, but if they know you, like you and trust you, then they're going to invest with you more in the future too. Yep. And, and so that comes, you know, it's not just an investor and it's not just a one-time thing. It's con continuous communication with them. It's trying to add value to them and to their lives and to, to their families. It's making sure we're communicating properly on, on a monthly basis. Um, it's, it's taking that phone call if they have questions. Uh, it's answering the email when they when they email. It's meeting them for lunch if they ask to meet for lunch. That type of stuff um, just throughout the process is going to help those relationships, make people feel comfortable with you. And uh, and again, you're busy. Maybe you can't take you don't want to take time out of the day, but you got to figure out how to so you can serve them and not just the bottom line. Hey, real quick, I want to talk to you about the North Star Real Estate Conference. We've got the North Star Real Estate Conference. It's the third annual. Of course, we're back live this year after taking a one-year hiatus and being virtual. We're live. We've got live and virtual options for you. So I'd love to see you there. North Star Real Estate Conference. It's all about cash flowing real estate. So we're going to be hitting on multifamily. We're going to be hitting on all things commercial. Uh, we'll be talking about syndications, asset management, all of that stuff that you're going to need to know and the mindset behind it. I've got a great lineup of speakers. So go on to northstarunlimited.live, buy your tickets now. Um, I want to see you there. I want to network with you. I want to shake your hand. I want to get to know you. And we've got a ton of people that are going to be there wanting to do the same thing. So join us, North Star Real Estate Conference, October 7th and 8th. Uh, and it is in the Twin Cities at Mystic Lake Casino. So I hope to see you there. Uh, well, the other thing I was going to say, so we, we, we talked about investors. We talked about residents. Of course, residents and investors are extremely important. And your residents, uh, I, I believe the residents is probably actually number one, uh, in my opinion. Uh, we got to take care of our residents first. If we take care of our residents, we do a really good job with that. They're going to help with the financial aspect and that'll allow us to then take care of our investors as well. Um, but you also then have to take care of the other people who are the people that make up your team as well. And so that's going to be your contractors. Are you paying your contractors on time? Are you following through with contracts that you signed up? Are you negotiating fairly and properly? I'm not telling you not to negotiate. I'm not telling you to accept the price they gave you, but are you negotiating fairly properly um, to make it make sure that they're being taken care of as well? Because I can tell you this, I've negotiated probably not fairly because I had the upper hand. And uh, the contractors were very desperate for work. And that never works out well in the end. The contractors don't do the job they're supposed to do. A lot of times they don't finish the job, whatever it might be. So if you're negotiating with the upper hand thinking, hi, I got, I got this great deal. 
did you really get a great deal or did you just happen to um, get, get a, what looks like on the surface, a great negotiation. So make sure you're taking care of, of the contractors, property managers, um, all, all the people involved, your staff, you know, we've got staff that are on our buildings at our buildings on, you know, on every single day, we got to make sure they're being taken care of. We got to make sure that our property management company is training them properly. I had a, um, I had a, a person that was on site, amazing individual, but the property management company wasn't doing their job. They never trained them properly. They weren't treating them right. And she was going to leave. And that would have done a big, that would have done a lot of big damage to my property, right? She leaves and well, unless they find somebody as good as her. And again, they're not going to train that person because they didn't train her. Then I'm going to be, you know, losing occupancy, all that kind of stuff. So just open communication, I was able to identify the issue and we were able to fix the issue, which ended up being uh, removing that property management company and hiring a new one. Um, so you got to listen and you got to make sure, again, you're taking care of the people first. The rest will follow. I absolutely agree. I think the, the best book I ever read about how to treat people the way, the, the way they want to be treated and in return, they're going to, lots of good things are going to come your way. So weird title, but uh, how to win friends and influence people. Yeah. 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 It's a great book. I think there's actually a book, Matt, called like people before profits or oh, yeah. profits first or something like that. Or people first. I mean, um, I think there's a book called it and I haven't read it. So maybe I'm completely off basis, but, um, but yeah, how to win friends and influence people that that's what that book is all about. Taking care of the people first, uh, knowing that if you do that, your business is going to succeed, um, you know, beyond that. So. Yep. Exactly. Um, little things, little things add up to be, to make a big difference. And so we've got it this assisted living. Uh, we added benefits. We've grown big enough now to where we can add benefits. We've got enough properties. That's just something little that's taking care of our current staff. That ends up being a, a pretty big thing. It's very, it costs us some money definitely on the front end, but after that, you know, after we go, what, how much is that going to cost at the front end? It's actually providing them a ton of value, providing our staff a ton of value and stability. And guess what? That helps us retain employees and it helps us gain new employees. So what's that do? That allows us to get new residents in and allows us to serve those residents better, which again, allows us to make more money. So it all flows through uh, to being very profitable for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, even just providing good health care uh, to your um, your team, that allows them to stay healthy and stay on the job and keep doing well. Yep. And, and you know, little gifts, um, you know, just, just anything small that you can do that's going to make a big difference in people's lives um, is what you want to try to achieve. I think if your focus is there, again, if your focus is there, the profits will come. I like to write uh, sincere handwritten notes uh, to people. I think people really respond well to those. It's funny you say that. My wife uh, was just talking about that. 
because we are sending out some formal invitations, sending out some th formal things. And she said, if you could just take a little bit of time and write a handwritten note, that's going to achieve much better results. And I said, that's interesting. I never really would have thought of that. And uh, so it's funny you mentioned that just a little handwritten note. Um, I really think some of my staff does an ex extremely good job and just a, just a, you know, $25 gift card to wherever, um, with a little handwritten thank you card goes so far. And if you can personally hand it to them and say, Hey, thank you. I just want to thank you for what you've done. And also I think a big thing too, reminding people what your mission is and, and having a very simple mission, right? Your staff, and we're talking staff in particular, should be able to say your mission, every single one of them. And so we, we were walking through uh, doing some due diligence on some properties that we have or that we have on a contract and they had a mission statement. And the mission statement was literally like, five sentences long mm. and i'm like it might be a great mission statement i'm not going to take time to read it. i can't read that like that's too long for me to sit and read right now and even if i read that whole thing there's no possible way i'm going to memorize it right i'm not i'm not going to know the mission statement you should have something small that your employees absolutely know and understand and can accomplish, right? So it should be very actionable and very achievable. So tell them, hey, thanks for doing X, Y, and Z, whatever your mission is. Thanks for doing this. You know, I really, we really appreciate you and giving that handwritten, you know, thank you with a little gift card. That goes so long and it reminds them of what you're trying to achieve and it makes them feel good for the effort they put in to achieve that. Yeah. And people carry that with them, you know, in their hearts, they're, they, they value that. Uh, and it, it, it brings out in their work that they do too. And that can be part of the resident treatment as well. Your residents that live with you in your property, again, you can do very small little gestures to them. You know, we around Christmas time, oftentimes we'll give just a small gift or we'll give a discount on rent, something small. It's not big. It doesn't affect us, you know, but if we give each resident that's been with us, that's paid their rent, a, a discount on their rent with a thank you, talking to them about paying rent and, you know, for, for thank you for being a valued, you know, resident, Thank you for doing blah, 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 whatever it might be that we're trying to achieve. That goes a ton. That goes a long ways. And talk about referrals and just building a good community. That stuff works. Mm -hmm. People want to be appreciated. Yeah, the, the culture that you bring, uh, you know, by these little things, that you, they, they add up and, and they it sort of perpetuates itself as well. Yeah. You know, the, the residents will be nice to each other and to your staff and vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. You want to create a good community. Um, when a resident does something 
above and beyond reward them, you know, call, call them out for it. Like, Hey, we, we saw, or we heard that you cleaned up the hallways. You know, here's a small gift. Here's a, here's a $10 Starbucks gift card, you know, buy yourself something, treat yourself, you know, and, and we want to thank you for being so valuable to this community for making it such a, an amazing place to live. You know, you're going to have a spotless hallways uh, from then on. You're going to have a resident that cleans the hallway and, and that encourages other people to clean the hallway. Mm-hmm. So cool, man. Uh, well, th- I mean, that's, that get the gist of it. People before profits, so valuable. And it's always going to, in my opinion, if it's thoughtful, it's always going to end up catching your bottom line and improving your business and making you a pretty happy person because that's what it's all about. It's not all about the money you make. It's about the people that you affect. Yep. I agree. All right, Matt, you have a fantastic rest of the day. Make every day Saturday. Will do. And you too. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you being a loyal listener. Say, I would love to have you go on to our Facebook page and subscribe. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Go on to iTunes or wherever you listen and give us a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe. But your rating and review just helps us push this out to more and more people and continue to grow our audience and hopefully positively affect a ton of people out there that really need this and and want this. So uh, the other thing I've got for you is a free ebook on my website. So go on to VentureDProperties.com, VentureDProperties.com and download our free ebook uh, on real estate and on syndication. And I've got some data points in there, some really good stuff for you. So I'd love to have you take a look at that. It's free. I'm not expecting anything from it. Uh, and also look, if you want some help in multifamily, want some help learning, growing, getting your business off the ground, I would love to talk to you about what it would look like, uh, to work with me potentially and see if that's a good fit. So you can go to coachwithdex.com and check that out. And, uh, we can definitely have a, uh, a call. Thanks a lot for listening. You make it a fantastic rest of the day. I'll catch you on the next episode.